moron. It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Like, people should be able to, like, eat what they want, do what they want. Absolutely not! I mean, it's not like he's going out there in his campaign ads, like, Joe Biden is a reptile man. He keeps the streets of Gotham City much safer than Commissioner Gordon, but he doesn't wear a badge because Batman doesn't have to follow any rules. You know, all the kids started ganging up on him and calling him a little googly-eyed, kicky-pants, jelly boy. Oh, I say the N-word all the time now. You know, I, I just go out on the strip and I scream it. You say a sucky bitch? Whoa, reverend. A, a, a sucky bitch? You don't know what a sucky bitch is. You mean like you talking like Cardi? Like Cardi B, I, I, I heard she got that walk. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Monday, October 5th, 2020, and you're tuned into episode 49 of The War on Morons. I'm Anissa. And I'm Jay, and welcome to the only show online where we speak truth to stupidity every single week. Absolutely. And we'll get right to the headlines in less than a minute. But first, we do want to remind you to subscribe to our 100% free RSS feed at thewaronmorons.podbean.com so you never miss an audio episode. And if you like our video episodes, give us a follow on YouTube, Twitch, DLive, or Facebook.com so you can catch our video stream every Monday night. And as we announced last week, the War on Morons is a finalist. We're a finalist in the Hameen Media Group 5-star Star Star Search. Um, So stay tuned to our social media channels and look for an announcement on how to vote for WOM. And join the conversation over at MeWe, the social media network where slimy communist puppets aren't censoring our every single word. Yes, if I can just jump in, MeWe has been amazing. So if you're looking for a social media platform that actually values your privacy, check it out. And finally, if you're watching now and want to be a part of the show, dial us up on our hotline at 813-906-9099 to catch us on air or leave us a voicemail or, hey, even better yet, jump into the comments down below if you're watching and let us know what you think. And now... Let's do it. Let's get into this week's top moron. All right. I'll start things off with the uh, pathetic, acrimonious old man fight that was soundly mocked by liberals, conservatives, and everyone in between. Of course, I'm talking about that uh, that, that debate last week. God, I mean, <laughs> I love your description of it, but do we have to do this? I mean, 
honestly, it was such a cringe fest. I could do with just never thinking or talking about it ever again. Yeah, I mean, well, according to Google Trends, you're not alone there. Um, as searches for terms like how to move to Canada and how to apply for Canadian citizenship skyrocketed as the short-tempered, um, apparently COVID-suffering president and the uncharacteristically coherent liar Chomo Joe shouted over each other and called each other names for an hour and a half last Tuesday night. Um, so yeah, people want to flee the country because they don't like their presidential candidates. I mean, I'm not surprised that 2016 all over again, but I gotta say, haven't people learned their lesson? I mean, Canada is worse. Like, that's worse, right? I mean, don't they see that? <laughs> Seriously, like, have you guys heard of Jesse Trudeau? Um, but it's like always Canada with these people. Like, uh, for once, I mean, before we even get into this, why don't we start just improving our own country? But if you are going to flee the country whenever, like, some politician does something that you don't like, why don't you just move to Mexico or something? I mean, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I can do you one better, actually. What about fleeing to a rural Eastern European village? I mean, honestly, that actually sounds pretty cool. That sounds better than Canada. Yeah, and in one remote Romanian town, voters did what a lot of Americans are probably considering next month. Uh, they actually elected a dead man to office. Okay, I get it. You know, a dead guy can't lie. You know, a dead guy can't raise your taxes. A dead guy can't send your kids to war. Uh, and a dead guy certainly can't shut down the economy. So I get it. I mean, all very solid <laughs> points. I mean, a dead guy can't do anything at all. Um, but that really didn't stop the people of Devasulu from giving Ion Aleman 64% of the vote in his mayoral campaign, despite him dying of COVID-19 two full weeks before the election. So he won in a landslide? I, yeah, basically. I mean, honestly, I'd, I think we'd probably do the same thing if it happened to Trump. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, let's... Uh... <laughs> It's probably way too soon. All right, a little too soon. I, you know, I mean, I guess we should probably talk about the the COVID thing because it looks like he's he's pretty much over it. He's beaten it. But um, like the whole story now that it's pretty much over, can I say that I'm a little bit regretful that he didn't cough on Joe during the debate. Yikes. I mean, that would have honestly probably been a much more effective interruption than some of the things that Trump was saying. Like, I feel like. If anything was going to scare Joe Biden into shutting up and possibly, like, leaving the debate, it might have been, like, if Trump started, like, violently coughing. <laughs> so, hey, shut up, man. Shut, do, you, do you just shut up? God, man. And then he just sneezes on him. <laughs> Biden would be like, oh, no. <laughs> that fucking big old mask that he always is pawing would be, like, come oh, out. God. Oh, put on my mask. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Let's let's just move on from that whole discussion. Um, but I do like where we're going with I do like where we're going with this international thing. So um, let's continue our little expatriate expedition uh, in Vietnam, uh, where police seized get this they seized three hundred and forty five thousand used condoms that were cleaned and sold as new. You know what? Canada doesn't sound so bad, actually. I, I mean, I could see them doing something like this on downtown east side, but... 
the logic here. Not that there was any. I mean, how much could they possibly be saving by reusing condoms? I mean, hey, we're, you know, the the economy's down. We're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. Um, You got to find those margins where you can find them. And apparently there's a market for gently used condoms um they busted a whole operation around this and they <laughs> they were they were selling them for 17 cents a kilogram honestly if they found this type of operation in the united states it would only bolster biden's platform i mean he's talking about universal health care for all and if you catch aids from using a used condom you're definitely going to want some health care <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, seventeen cents a kilogram. I mean, like, is it really worth it? Like, talk about bending over to pick up a penny, like literally. Seriously, like condoms aren't that expensive. They give them away for free at places like Planned Parenthood. I mean, they they can't be that valuable. Well, I mean, maybe that's just the difference again between America and and fleeing. I mean, can, can you imagine if you flee America because you think Trump's too mean and you think Biden's got dementia? So you're like, you know what? That's it. I'm leaving. Canada won't let me in. I can't make it to Eastern Europe, but Vietnam, they were accepting me with open arms. I got a job over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you're a socialist, communism is only a hop, skip, and a jump away. So. It's right. It's exactly right there. Um, but can, can you imagine, though, if you move over there and that's your job? You know, that that's what the People's Bureau or whatever assigns to you. They're like, okay, you know what? Um, welcome to Vietnam. Your job is to fucking scrub the scum. <laughs> Out of some used rubbers for 17 cents a kilo. Like, (laughs) oh God, that is honestly one of the most revolting things I've ever heard. Well, you know what? I think that one day this is coming to America because this has to be like a, like one of those Green New Deal things. You know, like I I could see 10, 15 years from now, there could be sweatshops in New York City where we're cleaning condoms. (laughs) And just remember who's to blame. It's AOC and that that autistic chick from Sweden. Yikes. Okay, well, watch out. Look, that could be considered defamation. All right. Well, in case you forgot, this is America. And I have the First Amendment right to say whatever I want about anybody. Uh, At least as long as they're a celebrity. Well, before anybody flees the country over a silly debate or freedom of speech or being offended or anything like that, Um, You might actually want to check out the free speech laws that you just mentioned, because as one American found out in Thailand, where he's facing up to two years in jail. um, Why? Because he posted negative hotel reviews online. Well, geez, if if he thinks their hotels are bad, wait till he gets a taste of their prisons. You know, I I can see it now. He's he's over there going on Yelp. He's like one out of ten stars. Uh, The food sucks. Uh, for one, um, it, it's the, there's no air conditioning. I need my air con. And the lady boys in here, they're all big, burly men. Love the big ad reference. Okay, <laughs> well, apparently this guy didn't like that the hotel restaurant tried to make him pay a corkage fee with, for a bottle of wine, which, I mean, even if you're not abroad, that's fairly standard. Um, so he posted negative reviews on several different platforms accusing the property of <laughs> modern day slavery, which, okay, come on, male Karen, like, let's, let's pull it together. Now, as a result, he's been detained. He faces hard time and he's lost 
his job. Well, I mean, honestly- <laughs> that's that'll happen when you leave America um, for for better pastures. I mean, could you imagine what America would be like if a mean Yelp review could put you in prison? Like, li- like half the population of Palm Beach County would be behind bars. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I got I mean, on the one hand, I'll admit, like, Thailand is a very popular tourist destination. It's not necessarily the first place I'd think of, of like, oh, if I post a negative Yelp review, I'm going to get arrested. But you should probably research these things before you actually travel there. Yep. Um, I mean, what are these people thinking, right? They, they think that they can live like they do here everywhere else. So think about that. Before you flee the country. Um, and, and, and on that note, I've got one last international story here. Um, it's right over across the pond, jolly old England, uh, where singer Adele actually found herself the target of the social justice crowd. Uh, to, really? to be fair, this is something that could happen in America too. Um, but I guess the story is she posted a picture to Instagram where she's dressed in like a traditional African hairstyle and a Jamaican flag bikini. Um, she's oh, well, no, I, it's Adele, but I guess she lost like a whole bunch of weight, so she's like she feels like she can show it off now. I guess <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean the fact that she was wearing a bikini is weird. It's just kind of like a weird getup to picture her in. I mean, she's like. A British white woman, so kind of odd. Was I, there a reason she did this? Well, there was a reason. Yeah, um, it, it, it was in tribute to the annual Notting Hill Carnival. Um, it's like this big Caribbean festival that they do in London, um, but this year it was pushed virtual, like everything else, thanks to the pandemic panic. Um, but yeah, people really didn't like it. So basically, I, I think I get where this is going. So she was celebrating, like, the culture and, and trying to be a part of this festival that I'm sure, like, a lot of people dress up for. I'm sure she wasn't, like, the only one who thought, let me wear, like, you know, a costume or something. But I bet that the SJWs are now saying that this was cultural appropriation, right? Uh, oh, yeah, of course they are. Um, and something tells me, though, that they wouldn't have had any problem with it if she still did weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this one. It's not like the rest of the stories, but I, I think the pro- <laughs> just the image, just the image of like a 300 pound Adele wearing a Jamaican bikini and like box braids is pretty hilarious. You gotta say. Then she would just look like a typical tourist at Montego Bay. You know? <laughs> Oh, my God. oh, thank God, we're getting a call coming. Yeah, save us. <laughs> All right, looks like a five six one area code. I think that's uh, I think that's Florida. Uh, you want to take this one? Yeah, I guess I'll give it a try. I'm sure maybe somebody uh, who knows about Jamaican heritage, they have a lot of folks like that down there. So, um, hello, caller, you're on the air. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, man, you already know this Delroy Brown. Delroy Brown at One Love Caribbean Restaurant here down in uh, Riviera Beach, Florida. Oh, my God. Hey, Delroy, how are you doing? Yeah, man. Oh, well, we know we got this special. Uh, we got this special. We're on, on the Grub Hub now. We're on the Grub Hub. You want to get some food? You want to eat that Jamaican island cuisine? You go to the Grub Hub or, or the application and you order the one love. It's, so, it's the most delicious. The best food. All Palm Beach County, okay? Okay. Um, I can't believe you're calling us up to plug your restaurant. I honestly can't believe your restaurant yeah. is still in business after all the discussion. Yeah, ma'am. Things you've served people, but... Um... No, 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 no. It's a new concept. It's a new concept. You, you know, uh, you don't got to come down to the restaurant. The, the health inspector man shut down my restaurant. 
He shut down my restaurant, but he no shut down my food license. You know, he know I cook it in, in my house and I grub hub it to you. Oh, that is you know, so I cook it. sanitary. No, no, no. What you know, sanitary? You don't know. You wouldn't know sanitary if I put it on a sanitary napkin for you. Oh, Come God, on. don't worry. It's just, you know, I don't want to have this argument again. Like, why the hell were you calling in? I'm calling in because you're talking about my country. You're talking about Jamaica. You're talking about that Adele. That Adele, she she put on on her head that uh try to wear like she a Jamaican. She try to wear the bikini. She try to come talk about that festival. She she need shut her mouth, shut her mouth to put some food in it. She don't look like a, a, a she, she nothing like a Jamaican. She skinny little bitch. You know what? Don't worry. I don't think she was trying to come off as Jamaican. I think she was just trying to like participate in the culture and celebrate it. She's not invited. She. She's not invited because of people looking like Adele trying to shut down my restaurant. Trying to, trying to say I shouldn't be on the Grubhub. I'm the only only restaurant should be on the Grubhub. What? How, what's the, how did we get to the Grubhub thing again? Because, uh, you, you know, that man Jay trying to talk about I got to give him $100, put an uh, ad on the air. I don't want to pay no $100. I pay, I pay for all the money that have a grub hub so i'm just to call up you talk about jamaica then that means you 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 cultural appropriation me if you don't let me come on talk about one love caribbean restaurant on a grub hub now serving all of palm beach county riviera beach north palm beach west palm beach we go down to palm beach island i give, I give donald trump some grubs Come on, Delroy. This is all just an elaborate ploy. You're just trying to use a story to get out of paying for a sponsorship spot. And honestly... What kind of money I got? You, th you think I got $100? Come on. Delroy, we don't want your money. You serve people rats and shit. Like, you shouldn't be advertising. You should be out of business. No, you know, you sound just like the health inspector. I tell you, you know, they, they come up down upon my head. Uh, already for the grub hub. They say, you know, how, how are you going to serve the curry chicken if, if it ain't even got no chicken in it? And I say, it's got grubs. It's got grubs in it. You called grub hub. How can't I serve no grub? Ew, God, Delroy, that's not what they mean by grub. That's what, the, that's what I mean by the grub. I serve you the grub in the beef patty. I serve you the spiders. I don't even charge for the spiders. I say it's vegetarian food, and I give you the creepy crawlies for free. It's the best food. What you talk about, disgusting? You sound like that uh, that Adele singer. Honestly, Delroy. Everybody know. Can't. You. No, no, no. No, no, no. I am talking now. You listen to me right now. Okay? Hey. What time of year is it? October. It's Halloween time. What's creepy than a creepy crawly? Um, just because it's time for like, you know, creepy stuff and Halloween doesn't mean people want to eat fucking spiders that were found crawling in your disgusting kitchen, Delroy. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a handful of centipedes in your jerk chicken and you're gonna like it because it's Halloween time. Oh, God. 
we're on Grubhub right now. Go to, go to Grubhub. Go to One Love Caribbean Restaurant. Do it, do it now. They, they're trying to take me down. They're trying to yeah, take me down. Okay, bye. Stop it. How, how, how is he still operational? Like, the I, people... I don't think he is. I don't think the guy is operational because, like, uh, he 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 had a restaurant. He used to, like, call up and, and tell people to go down. To, I, I don't remember wh- where he said it was. But I think he said he's, like, cooking out of his fucking house, which yeah, is... Why hasn't Grubhub shut him down for that by now? That's not acceptable. <laughs> he's, he's completely ruining their brand, too. Because, like, oh. if... <laughs> If I order from Grubhub and I actually get grubs, then I'm gonna think twice the next time I'm I'm getting anything. <laughs> Damn right! Damn right! Oh my uh, god! Uh, either way, that was not a, a sponsored um, call. He did not pay us for that, as he made quite clear. Um, but we do yeah, have one. Money because ew. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're not affiliated with that uh, weird Jamaican guy, uh, but we are affiliated with. This next guy. So um, we'll be back in about a minute and a half. Awesome. Did the Rona rain on your Halloween parade? That may be actionable. Jimmy James here with James, Jameson, and Johnson. And it's time to get that trick-or-treat money, honey. That's right, it's spooky season. But your old pal Jimmy ain't scared of a frivolous lawsuit. Uh, If your mayor, governor, homeowners association, or anybody else is keeping your kids inside this year, we're going to drag their asses to court for emotional distress. And what about you homeowners out there? Maybe you are getting trick-or-treaters at your door, but they ain't keeping six feet apart. They could contaminate your whole family. Talk about reckless endangerment. We're going to sue their parents. (laughs) Did your kids bring home a haul that's just a couple pounds too small? I don't care how the economy's doing. We call that civil theft. Look, Halloween only comes around once a year, folks, and we can't leave that candy on the table. So call 1-800-JUST-JIM today, and we'll make sure it's a happy Christmas, too. (laughs) That's 1-800-J-U-S-T-J-I-M. All right, we're back, and now that we've paid our bills, uh, let's play some Florida or the Field Spooky Edition. Ooh, Spooky Edition. I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, it's finally October, just like Jimmy was saying, so why not ring it in uh, the Halloween season, that is, with some crazy Florida Man headlines and other weird... Florida man. Yeah, Florida Man or not Florida Man headlines that also have that extra bit of creepy flair. Um, so just like we always do, we'll each pick three of the craziest headlines uh, that we found this last week, and we're going to challenge each other to guess, did this take place in Florida or was it from anywhere else in the world? And most importantly, if you're listening, don't forget to follow along and chat down below. Comment along. Let us know what you guessed. Is this Florida or the field? I'll go ahead and kick us off. Uh, my first story of the night is man steals truck for alien encounter, <laughs> but felt bad and returned it. What? He yeah. like he stole truck. I'm, what does the truck have to do with an alien encounter? Let me let me paint the whole picture here for you. Okay. So this gentleman, his name is Bryce Gerald Dixon. He's accused of theft of a vehicle and three attempts to escape from an official custody after he returned a red pickup truck that he later told police he needed so he could, and I quote, get to the Coliseum 
to get on a flight with alien diplomats. <laughs> because the alien diplomats need, uh, what, what did you say his name was? Uh, something Jerry Dixon or whatever? <laughs> Bryce Gerald Dixon. Bryce Gerald, yeah, I mean, you know, when they when the aliens come and they say, take me to your leader. You know, now, yeah. Trump, he's, he's still at Walter Reed. Um, you know, we're not going to send Pence. Uh, certainly not going to send anybody from the UN. Where the fuck is Bryce Gerald Dixon? <laughs> That's the marker. Go steal a, a truck so, so we can uh, have you as our alien emissary. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, I guess he felt guilty afterwards. I mean, he drove, he did drive the truck all the way to this meeting point, but then he started to feel really bad for stealing it. So he basically no-showed the alien diplomats and actually took the truck back to the 7-Eleven where he stole it. Um, the owner, who, you know, was still there, you know, trying to figure out where the hell did my truck go, um, <laughs> you know, basically called 911. Um, now the owner's a little bit to blame too, though, because, uh, he did leave his truck unlocked with the keys inside while he stopped into 7-Eleven. Well, so, there uh, you go. I mean, that's, that's, that just goes to show that it was part of the plan. The aliens wanted him to have this truck. Um, he should, well, he shouldn't have, uh, stood him up. <laughs> right, right, right. He shouldn't have stood him up, especially because he was, uh, taken to the hospital for an injury that was sustained when the truck owner allegedly punched him in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I would take getting punched in the face. Um, over getting anally probed by aliens any day, so he might have come out ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah um. All right, Florida or the field. I'm. I'm just gonna guess Florida on this one because we got some crazy people. We got plenty of pickup trucks, and you know we want to meet them aliens. Yep, we want to want to class them alien cheeks. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, actually, this did not take place in Florida. It took place in Utah. Utah. Yep. Of course it did. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense yeah, over there, too. Honestly, I was pretty surprised you get Florida for that one. Like, we don't have a coliseum here, so. I, I just thought that he meant, like, a literal coliseum. Like, um, I'm picturing, like, uh, like he's going to go up there and, uh, like, you remember, like, that last Thor movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, where they were all fighting in a coliseum <laughs> with, um... What's his name? Uh, uh, Jer Jeff Goldblum was was an alien. Uh, anyway, no uh, no need for a Marvel review from me. I'll just get to the next story. Um, accusation of witchcraft leads to shooting and arrest. Huh. Well, I know it's not Salem, Massachusetts. They seem to embrace the witchcraft nowadays, so we can rule that out. <laughs> All right, I'll give you some context. So, um, accusations of witchcraft and spells led to the arrest last week of a man and charges that he fired a gun at a car. Uh, the two victims told deputies that the shooters and others were at a home about 4.45 p.m. on Saturday, and they were hosting some kind of magical religious ceremony. Um, the first victim told deputies that she was to pick up a friend from the home, but was afraid to go in the home because the man that lived there believed that she was a witch and she, that she had cast a spell on him. Um, so Wait a minute. Hold on, this is getting really confusing. So they were all there to perform a magical religious ceremony, yet someone comes to pick up somebody participating in this ceremony, and they're like, oh, you're a witch? Uh, yeah, well, I think, and uh, whoever wrote this article, like, 
you, you get a D minus for for journalism. Um, so I'm just gonna you know decom uh, deconstruct it here. Um, so there were some people who it sounds like actually were witches because they're performing some kind of a ritual and they're doing it outside of this guy's house. And they know that he wants to get them because he thinks they're witches and that they had cast a spell on him. And when he sees that they're there, he starts shooting at them, and then he gets arrested uh, with a deadly weapon and, and with intent to kill. You know, okay. Honestly, I, I can see why you put this in the sack. I, I could see how it could potentially be Florida. But I'm thinking it's not, and here's why. In a lot of Latin American countries, brujeria is looked upon as being, like, extremely evil. They also have a lot of guns and <laughs> violence, and it would explain why the story was written so confusing, because it may not have originally been written in English. So my guess is not Florida. Ah, that's some, like, Enola Holmes-level stuff there. Um, yeah, good oh, detective work. Um, but but you're wrong uh, because you forgot you forgot that South Florida is a Latin American country. <laughs> yeah, this I can't believe that actually happened in Florida. That's so insane. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I don't. It it was Latin American people, but it was in Florida. Um, yeah, I think this article was originally written in Spanish or something. It made no sense. But yeah, I mean, the guy was right. They actually were witches. They're literally doing witchcraft right outside of his house. Um, does that mean he? Need- this is a, you know, this is a standard ground state. I don't understand what the problem is. Especially was. when they're doing witchcraft. I mean, come on. You know, it's one thing if they're just like, you know, they're breaking into your house or something. That's bad enough. But they're trying to yeah. cast spells on your eternal soul. I mean, yeah, you're basically, you have to shoot them. Free this dude. Say that on a recording, but, uh, you know, let's just move on. Uh, I've got my next story in the stack, which is morgue worker arrested after giving birth to a dead man's face. Cold blue, huh? Yeah, you can just digest that one. Just soak it in. Mm -hmm. How is that even possible? I'll give give you the background. I will. It's not going to be pleasant, but I'll do it. So, A 26-year-old morgue worker was arrested after a DNA test revealed that her newborn child was the result of a necrophiliac intercourse with a man she was supposed to autopsy. Now, the assistant pathologist with the county medical examiner is accused of having sex with dozens of corpses over the course of the last two years, a behavior which led to the birth of a baby boy on January 7th. Now, according to the police department, her baby is the son of a man who died in a car accident. Oh, God. Yeah. So he's not exactly in pristine condition. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. And apparently that wasn't a concern for her. This is insane. Basically, they're just, you know, they allege that this woman who's like some kind of like horny coroner from hell sexually abused more than 60 other dead bodies belonging to males from age 17 to 71 years old. I mean, that's some serious, like, grindhouse shit. Um, <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm inclined to guess that uh, maybe this took place in Knox County, Tennessee. Because, um, I mean, those people... Well, they elected Kane as their mayor. You know, why wouldn't they have Katie Vick as their pathologist? 
Obscure wrestling reference for you. Um, oh my god! Uh, geez, I don't even I, I don't even know how to process this. Like, uh, there's so much to unpack here. The fact that she was doing it for one, the fact that people were suspicious enough to give the baby a DNA test, and they're like, "Yeah, we better check that against some people That's she was right autopsying." Right Jesus Christ! Um, I I literally. I feel like this is maybe some place that like people are are, are like really into like some dark shit, like maybe like New Orleans or something. Where, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna guess the field because nothing really screams Florida, but I mean I think it could happen anywhere. It's just a lunatic. Okay, well, a little disappointed that both the places you insinuated in this story are, are places I happen to really like being. So not sure what that means, but um, you're you're right in your guessing that it didn't take place in Florida. Yeah, it actually took place in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City. I mean, it's really boring there. I I I, I get it now. She just didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, I mean, maybe the dating pool. Dating pool is not that large, you know. <laughs> um, let's let's just move on. So the next one. Teacher loses job because his tattoos and black eyes scare children. Black eyes. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not just talking about like the the dude from Limp Biscuit. Um. So, <laughs> so th- this school teacher. He was actually a kindergarten teacher. Um. He had to stop teaching at the kindergarten because his appearance frightened the young pupils. Um. The 35 year old teacher has his entire body, face, and tongue covered in tattoos, and he just recently had the whites of his eyes surgically turned black. Uh, Apparently... Yeah, he went all out. This guy looks like some kind of a demon. Like, he looks like uh, like his skin is covered in, like, scales, like, uh, like tattoos of scales. He looks like some kind of dragon-demon hybrid. Um, uh, not surprisingly, he was giving his, his, um, kindergarten kids nightmares. So they complained to their parents, the parents complained to the school, and he's out of the job. Um, craziest thing who gave him a job in the first place right like i mean is this something that he he picked up as a hobby after he got the job as a, as a, a kindergarten teacher like I, I haven't heard of those guys getting tenure <laughs> and even if they did i think that would kind of i don't know i mean it's 2020 right we gotta accept everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy has spent over 460 hours under the tattoo needle. He's run out of real estate, which is why he's gone to tattooing his fucking eyeballs and his tongue. Um, but he says that he's still going to keep teaching. He, um, he's just going to start teaching kids that are a little bit older, um, ages six and up. Is it? I mean, kindergartners are five. Oh well, Don't you know, he, up a year? yeah, you know, once they're six, they get it. You know, they they think he's cool. They can see past his pupils. His pupils can see past you know his pupils. That's that's that is disturbing. I cannot imagine how. I mean, that's like trying to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader and have head to toe tattoos and and black eyes. I mean, the two are mutually exclusive. You can't have both. I mean, I, you could almost get away with it as, as an NFL cheerleader. At least you're not catering to children that actually believe that monsters exist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know, that is, 
outrageous. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, there are a lot of really heavily tattooed people here in Florida. But I'll be honest. This is a pretty extreme example that you're describing. And oddly enough, the other day I was watching a, a little TV special about a guy who, like, meets the description of what you're describing. They, like, did this experiment where they covered him in makeup so he looked like a normal person. Um, and they had to put sunglasses on him because, obviously, there was no way to hide the eyes. And um, he wasn't in Florida. And I just don't know how many people who match that description are actually walking around today. Um, so because of that, I'm going to guess not Florida. All right. You got it. Um, I don't know if it was the same guy for that. <laughs> um, yeah, some guy from France. You know, Europeans are crazy. Um, they're probably just glad that they, their teacher wasn't wearing a hijab. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's just uh, moving on the subject. Uh, my next story is man killed in dispute over a line at haunted house. So a little dark, but it All meets right. our Halloween. I like it. Um, uh, I mean, talk about talk about making it a haunted house. Now they got to see somebody get killed while they're waiting in line. <laughs> right. Um, so basically, this happened. It was a late night dispute. Um, essentially it was a, a fight over cutting in line, um, that, uh, happened af- outside of a popular haunted house and it actually sparked a manhunt for the shooter. Um, now the victim had been waiting with his girlfriend in line to enter the Halloween themed attraction shortly after 1230 AM when another person standing in line ahead of them refused to move. Like, I guess they weren't moving with the line or something. Um, after exchanging words, both men went to their respective vehicles parked nearby. Sounds like they both kind of said, like, oh, fuck this line. I'm not going to let you cut. I want to cut because you're not going to move. And it got so heated that it sounds like they both went to their vehicles to grab weapons, to be honest. <laughs> um, and then gunshots rang out. You know, um, so one of them died. Well, I mean, you know, he died doing what he loved, arguing over his position in a fucking line to a Halloween attraction. <laughs> Um, you know, the only thing that would make this a girlfriend was hoping for, but you know, whatever. Hey, you know, if 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 it was somebody down here, I mean, these women down here, they love when uh, they see men fighting over them. (laughs) Um, I I was gonna say that this story would be even better if it was a stabbing. You know, like because because then he could have said that line, like, "Oh, if you cut in line, I'm gonna cut you." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then that would have violated the rules because this haunted house opened its doors on Friday and it's offering touch free scares amid the coronavirus pandemic. So a gun was actually safer for social distancing purposes. Yeah, because it was a touch free murder. (laughs) It was a touch free murder, exactly. Oh my god. I mean, who brings a gun to a haunted house anyway? Like, does he think that the house is actually haunted? Like, is he, is he afraid that there's going to be, like, real zombies and, like, chainsaw killers jumping out at him and he just, he, he's strapped just in case? Like, for everybody's sake that was, that was in that line, it's a good thing that this dude cut in front of him and, you know, it, he blew up outside of the attraction because there's no telling what this guy would have actually done if he had gotten inside. Oh my god, I can just imagine. I get so scared in those haunted houses. This is like kind of what I, I mean, it would be great if they could just have like a gun-free haunted house. Like, there's an idea. Instead of touch-free, how about gun-free? That might be a little bit safer. Um, but like, this reminds me of those new coronavirus measures they're doing with like haunted attractions. Like, they're doing like drive-through scares where like, 
you're driving down a dirt road and like the scare actors come at your car and stuff and spook you. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm so jumpy in those things. I get so scared. I would run a bitch over. Like there's no reason that that's safe. Like it's not safe. I will not be surprised if we're actually covering a story like that within a week or two. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on to my guess. So I need to get this one. There's nothing really obvious that that makes it either Florida or not Florida unless you've been to Florida uh, around Halloween time. It's still fucking hot down here in October. Uh, it's still hot here after midnight sometimes. And there's, everywhere you go, every attraction like this is always too crowded. I can see somebody down here being irritable, pissed off, they're sweating, they're standing in this long-ass line, and they, of course, have a gun on them, so... I mean, this this probably happened, you know, right here, like Halloween Horror Nights or something. So, yeah, I'm guessing Florida. All right, good guess, but you're oh. actually wrong. It happened in uh, Pontiac, Michigan. Oh, all right, well, that makes sense, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jeez, um, do I have any? All right, I, 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 got, I got one. So, it, was it one to one? Yeah, I think we're at one to one. Okay, one to one. Right now. Okay, so I need you to get this one wrong. Um, mm, not gonna do that. Oh no, you are definitely gonna get this wrong because this is a good one. Okay, so burglary suspect hits sheriff deputy with a Bible. Go on. Oh, it, it, it gets better. I'm just gonna like incrementally ratchet this one up. So a burglary suspect. Okay, uh, he was dressed only in his underwear. And he hit the sheriff's deputy in the face with a Bible while screaming, I condemn you. Um, the 39-year-old had... That's not, that's not all. So he's a 39-year-old guy that was in his underwear screaming with a Bible that he's using to hit sheriff's deputies. Um, he'd broken into his neighbor's home and stolen some clothes. Um, apparently he didn't put them on because he, well, he needed them. Yeah, he was still in his underwear. Um, but the <laughs> the authorities they had to use a taser to subdue him. So they tased him. They were trying to bring him into custody, and that's when he shit himself. And oh, okay. after soiling himself, um, he revealed to the officers what his grand plan was why he'd broken into his neighbor's home the reason he broke into his neighbor's home to steal clothes was because god had spoken to him and told him to do it so he could free the neighbor's juvenile daughter wow 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 okay that's a lot to unpack it's a lot <laughs> um it's a lot i'm trying to put it all together um so he was stalking a juvenile girl yeah creepy um he has a disdain for law enforcement because obviously um and he was a grown man shitting himself is that am i putting it all together correctly uh that's the three biggest points i guess <laughs> okay okay um i mean this is not my official guess but i have to ask did this take place in scranton because this Sounds like Creepy Joe might have gotten away from his handlers. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. They thought he was in the basement. They thought he was in the basement, but he was out stalking little girls and shitting himself in public. I, I could actually see that happening. But I'll, I'll give you a freebie. It, it was not It was not Joe, and it wouldn't have been in Scranton, because he hasn't been there for half a century. <laughs> 
true. You did, you did say he was 39 years old, and there's no way Joe would pass for that. So, um, hmm. You know what? Honestly, this has the makings of a perfect Florida man story. It could have happened anywhere. But, I mean, it has all the ingredients. This has to be Florida. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. This is Florida mm. man for sure. Yeah, all right. You got me. Yeah. All right, you win this. You win this round. But I, I I'm coming for you next time. <laughs> um. Anyway, we've we've actually got a call coming in. Uh, they've been on hold for a minute. So, uh, six zero one area code Mississippi. Oh boy! All right. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and pick it up. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, you know who this is. Who, who the hell else call you from Mississippi? Come on, this is Jeremiah Jackson from Mississippi. Uh, just calling uh, to, to say hi to my, my good friend Anita. How you doing over there? Hey, Reverend. I'm doing <laughs> good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, too. I'm doing, I have never felt better in my life. <laughs> oh, but I... Uh, I had to weigh in. I had to weigh in on that last story. Uh, you still talking about that man? Uh, uh, the man with the Bible? Hit, hitting the motherfucker with the Bible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of the last story we covered. I, I suppose <laughs> your interest with the Bible and all Oh, I love it. I love it. Man. I, I got to tell you, you know, I, 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 me and the Bible, we go way back. We go way back. I can understand why some, you know, some greasy motherfucker <laughs> be, be running around in his underwear, shitting his pants, hitting a motherfucker, another motherfucker in the head with the Bible. I get it. I get it. There's too much in that Bible. He didn't. He, he couldn't handle it. I think it was over, what they call overwhelming. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in the Bible, but I don't know if it's uh, shit your pants he, for he it. Can't, a he lot can't of handle it. No, man. I, see, I read that Bible. I read it so many times. I read it from cover to cover, but I never read it between the lines. You, you understand what I'm saying? You, you understand what I'm putting down? Uh, no, not really. It, well, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying I get it, and it makes sense to me how when somebody finally starts to grasp the light and finally starts to let that knowledge creep into his brain, it's going to kind of overload him a little bit. He might just strip down to his fucking BVDs, take a shit, and, and, and whip a, a po police upside the head with the Bible because because the uh, society has been whipping him upside the head with that Bible probably for his whole life. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow, that's an interesting take. I mean, here I was, yeah. this is a crazy person, um, and you're just saying that the perfectly normal response. It's called it's called gnosis. Yeah, I mean, look. I mean, maybe you don't understand. I, I'm not exactly, uh, <laughs> I'm not the man of the same kind of cloth anymore. <laughs> you see, because for, for a long time now, for decades now, you know, I, I held my church, I held my flock, and I told people all these lies. I told them the lies of Christ. I told them the lies of Jehovah. I told them the lies of John the Baptist, and I say no more. No more of that bullshit. Because the Bible is the biggest lie that, that the Lord has ever enforced upon us. And, and, and that's why it's important. You know, if, you, if you're listening out there, if you're watching on the YouTubes, if you're listening on the, uh, on, on the Spotify, if you got a Bible in your house, I just need you to go right now. It's okay. It's okay. Just listen to my voice. Go fetch your Bible. 
and go fetch an accelerant. Maybe some gasoline, maybe some lighter fluid. It don't matter because we're going to set that motherfucker on fire. We're going to burn it to a crisp and we're going to tell God to kiss our big black ass. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, extremely offensive to a lot of people. What are you talking about? What you talking about? Come on, I, I'm the one that I wasted half my life for that motherfucker. And that, I, you, you, you I, I don't think you understand. Well, that's what he did. Maybe you didn't read the Bible. Where you think Jesus came from? <laughs> I got you there. I got you there. Now, now, Lucifer, Satan, he never fucked no mothers. He, he, what he's done is he tried to set light into the hearts and the souls and the minds of mankind. And, and when he tried to give us that knowledge, God cast us out of paradise and he said, you go, you, you'll never come back. You're going to burn your ass to a crisp. You're going to look like a rotisserie chicken when I'm done with you. Fuck you. That's what he said to me. And I said, listen here, God, no more. No more dogs. I don't need you no more. Because I have seen the light that comes from the light bringer. You know who that is? Uh, I am almost... Say it with me. That's Lucifer. Lucifer. See, now I serve a better God. Now I serve Satan himself. And and I've seen the light. And I got to tell you, ever since I've been a Satanist priest, instead of a, a dumbass, uh, Christian, ever since I've been a Satanist priest, I've been getting with all these hot young chicks. We've been having uh, orgies. We've been having the heck and panky. We've been getting it on. We've been greasing it up. We've been, oh, oh Lord. Oh, Lord, Satan, I can't keep oh, my blood pressure. <laughs> he hasn't helped me with you my know, blood pressure yet, but he's working on it. God, Reverend, uh, you know, that's uh, a lot of information, too much information. And, uh, you know, I mean. What do you mean too much information? I'm calling up the program to help your audience. Because a lot of them people out there, they, you know, they, they might play pretend for, for October, uh, October month. They might play pretend for the Halloween. They might put on a, a, a red cape. They might carry around a plastic pitchfork. They might dress up like a devil. They need to do that all year, y'all. So if you're out there, if you're listening, I know you just burnt your Bible. That's just a step one. Now I need you to get up close to your computer screen. I need you to get up close to your, to your Android, to your iPhone. I need you to go to the YouTube where you're watching the show and you can hear my voice. I need you to take off your shirt. I need you to press your breasts up to the screen. I need you to press your nipples. I need you, I need you to let me hear your nipples through the phone. That's, that's how we're going to see the notions of Satan. No more. That's not even how technology works. You know, you just cut it <laughs> out. Satan. Come no, on, you can you. do it, y'all. No, Come thank on. you. No, hey. stop it. No more. No more. Absolutely not. You're even worse as a Satan worshiper, which is not surprising. Whatever. You ain't getting nothing for Halloween. Bye. Um, that was, like, that was weird. I mean, it was disturbing on a lot of levels. I mean, like it's bad enough when he's he's telling everybody to, to go worship Satan, but you know, whatever. 
you know, metal bands have been doing that for decades. But what the fuck is the, the whole thing with the nipples and the 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 butts? I don't get it. Uh, it sounds like the Reverend just went a little bit too long without getting laid. I mean, yeah, yikes! All right, let's just let's just move on. Well, I, I got a commercial. Let's um, we'll be back in a minute. We just need to to wash our brains out. So we'll be back after this. <laughs> It's me, it's me, it's Finny Fee, baby, and if that name rings a bell, it's because I've been the premier handicapper at every sports book in Vegas since 1988, and now I'm taking my talents to podcasting every week on Vegas Victories with Finny V and Ray Ray Robinson. If you're tired of being bored into a coma by that sanitized plop on ESPN Radio and Fox Sports, and if you want to get your sports news and commentary from a bigoted, foul-mouthed pervert instead, come on, come on, Vinny. I mean, nobody want to hear that uh, foul-mouthed pervert mess, man. Do it over. We want it to... Shut up, Ray Ray. It's called a niche. Uh, I mean, we're not exactly going for the Mike and Mike in the morning crowd. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, tune in every Friday night at 7.30 Eastern exclusively on anchor.fm slash Vegas Victories. All right, we are back. Um, you know, Vinny's been on vacation for a few weeks. I guess he's coming back soon. But uh, he sent me a message the other day um, out of the blue bragging about how he picked the NHL playoffs right. I, I listened to this guy's advice for so many different bets. I, I took his advice on college football. I took his advice on the NBA. I took his advice on baseball. He got all those wrong. He got, he, he picked the NHL right. Great, great job, Vinny. But you lost me a lot of money on everything else. So you got a lot of gall calling me from fucking vacation. Anyway, whatever. Good, good job for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, people got to love their hockey down here in Tampa, believe it or not. I'm pretty surprised about it. I mean, they win the cup and then the next day the governor reopens the entire state. I don't know if there's a correlation, but the timing was kind of suspicious. I mean, it was right on time for the parade. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a parade that one Tampa man almost missed out on because his neighbors called the police to his house as he was loudly watching the game last Friday night. Now, apparently... He freaked out the neighborhood by repeatedly screaming, shoot, shoot, at the TV. I mean, it's a good thing that, that Tampa didn't have the puck when the cops were actually at his door. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, what exactly did the neighbors think was going on? It's Friday night. Right. It's a hockey, a basketball. You got video games. And, I mean, if someone is at your apartment threatening to shoot you, you're not exactly going to egg them on. Right. Like, what are they... What do they think? Somebody's just like doing commentary on a murder. Like, maybe they were uh, picturing like a like a Stringer Bell situation, like from The Wire. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of trigger discipline or lack thereof, one Oregon man accidentally shot himself at the supermarket uh, while showing off his Glock nine millimeter to a friend at the checkout line. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, he pulled the gun out of his waistband uh, to show it off to his buddy as he's checking out his groceries. He couldn't wait till he gets outside. And he mistakenly... What did you have to say about this? 
<laughs> I, I, I'm picturing that he's being like a, a typical dude at a grocery store. I'm guilty of it myself. He's probably trying to carry too many bags at once. Uh, <laughs> and he's just like, he's got a handful of his groceries. He's like, oh, hey, hey, bud. Hey, check it out. I just got a new Glock. Here, let me, let me see if I can. Oh, whoa, whoa. And yeah, he shot himself in the balls. Oh my god! Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> they had to life flight him to a to a hospital in Portland, so it was actually kind of serious. He shot himself right through the groin and the leg. <laughs> but it's funny. Jesus! Oh my god, that is crazy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't. Time and place, right? And and if you're going to be carrying a gun, like maybe know how to not pull the trigger. Like have the safety on for God's sake. But I mean. You said this happened in Oregon, of all places? Yeah, somewhere in Oregon. I didn't see exactly what city. Clearly, this guy isn't, like, experienced with guns, but he's somehow carrying one. I just got to assume that this was another Antifa guy. I mean, they're they're getting pretty, uh, pretty scary. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, they keep shooting themselves, right? Like, we've, I, I feel like we've covered, like, half a dozen different stories of these Antifa dudes just shooting themselves because they don't know what they're doing. Um, but it, I feel like we're playing Florida the Field again. It's not Antifa or the Field. Um, this was not Antifa because it was in a grocery store checkout line. I mean, do you really think those people pay for their groceries? Hey, he might have had an EBT card. We don't know. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Keeping this theme going, let's go to Louisiana, where a police officer has been charged with criminal mischief and malfeasance in office after claiming he was shot on duty when he'd actually accidentally shot himself sitting in his squad car. Talk about adding insult to injury, right? I mean, maybe it wasn't an accident. Maybe this guy had been watching so much CNN that he just couldn't live with himself anymore. Yeah, yeah, he was feeling so guilty about being a cop that he pretended to get shot at one. No, no, he did shoot himself. So he's, if all cops are bastards, does that mean I am a bastard? Oh, God. For our last story of the night, and what a night it's been, uh, let's check in with Chicago's resident bio-exorcist, the South Side crackhead inexplicably masquerading as the mayor of the third largest metropolis in America. That's right. Lori Lightfoot's at it again. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's actually become my favorite mayor um, just for, for content because she's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, she's, she's, she's now using her... What's she doing this time? I gotta know. It, this is a good one. So she's using her platform as the most powerful person in the city to debut another ridiculous dollar store superhero character. Another one? Yeah, so... The cowboy guy? Yeah, the census cowboy who, last I heard, he, like, they had to put his horse down because they, they made him gallop the horse on the freeway. Um, but yeah, she, she came up with... She, she, she's like the gang of good guys or something. <laughs> Like, what she got next? The property tax avenger? Maybe the parking lot ticket crusader? Like, what? Well, this time, uh, it, it was actually Lightfoot herself. Um, she wore, like, a no. like a bandit mask, a, a red cape, a Clorox bottle holstered to her hip to become the Rona Destroyer. <laughs> oh, what the... I know we say this 
woman, but there's like, I mean, she knows there's like five dozen people <laughs> shot in her city every single weekend. No, 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 no. I, I don't think you heard me. I don't think you heard me. Lori Lightfoot is the Rona Destroyer because she fights against the coronavirus. She, she dresses up in I, I, public. I, like. I just think she should maybe have other priorities. Than, <laughs> maybe she should have other priorities than dressing up in costumes and fighting the coronavirus. Like, this seriously is probably the most embarrassing PSA I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, she had to find some way, apparently, to teach the people of Chicago about her rules for Halloween this year. So um, the Rona Destroyer decided to hold a, um, a press conference to tell everybody that this year when you're trick-or-treating, six groups or groups of six or less kids, um, no haunted houses. Of course, we know that you know, you might get shot. Um, no house parties. Um, and of course, the, the best rule of all for, for Lori Lightfoot's Halloween is that all children are now required to wear masks. I mean, if this woman could make her constituents do any goddamn thing that she wanted them to do, why the hell wouldn't her first mandate be no shooting each other? Did the Rona Destroyer say anything about that? How about no drive-by shootings on trick-or-treaters this Halloween? How about that? You're you're putting way too much on her plate. What do you think? She's a serious person all of a sudden? This is the mayor of Chicago. She doesn't speak yeah. out against violent crime. Right. She's, she speaks out against fucking cold viruses. Anyway, <laughs> looks like we're getting another call. It's just... Why not, right? <laughs> Alright, I mean, I'm having fun with it. I'll get this one, too. Hello, area code 718. You are on the air. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is the South Florida Berserker calling from the gang of good guys here in the, well, in South Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. You actually came to Florida. What a freaking nightmare. Absolutely. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I'm so glad I came down here. You know, I was... I was sick and tired of it up in New York. I had enough of this shit from uh, from Cuomo and De Blasio not appreciating my crime fighting powers. So I'm down here in in uh, South Florida now. Um, I think it's uh, I'm not sure what the city's called. It's it's somewhere in Bro Broward County. Uh, it's somewhere down here, like around Miami or whatever. I, I just basically been doing yeah, my right. thing, just driving around. Uh, you know, enforcing the law. I mean, you know, Broward's a shithole, so that checks out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta ask you, um, Berserker, is, is that your real voice? What do you mean, what's my real voice? Of course, I, I talk like this is my superhero accent. Um, and I let everybody out there know that if, if you're not respecting the law, and if you're not respecting... Yeah, my uh, unofficial silent partner, Governor DeSantis, I'm going to fucking shoot ya! <laughs> Jesus Christ, I mean, they reopened Florida. I mean, what could you yeah, know. be going after people for? Oh, there's all kinds of stuff to go after. You know, we're not afraid of this coronavirus anymore in Florida because everybody's tougher here and they don't get sick or whatever. So I don't have to worry about the spreaders. But I gotta worry about people speeding. They drive too fast. So I gotta chase them down. I gotta run them off the road. And I 
Um, we gotta worry about jaywalkers. Oh, there's a lot of jaywalkers here. I was there in the, I was there in Fort Lauderdale last night, and people try to walk across the street like crazy. I almost opened up fire on them. Um, we gotta worry about that. Uh, oh God, I th I think people being disrespectful, and that's a problem if you ask me. Um, so I'm just really just laying down the law. You know what? Honestly, I think I think the you know trying to gun down jaywalker thing is a bit too far. But that's the way it's done in Florida. You don't understand. This isn't like New York where you gotta be worried about oh, is it okay to pull a gun out on a you know on a fucking civilian? I can do these things because I am the law in a lawless state. Um, so uh, the reason I was. I don't think you heard me, but I'm from the gang of good guys. Um, so, yeah, I am. organization. I don't... Do you understand that I'm wearing spandex? I've got a cape. I've got a fucking mask on like the, the, like the Lone Ranger. And you're trying to tell me I'm not a crime fighter? Right, you're just a goddamn freak. Well, tell that, tell that to this. You hear that? You know what? You know what that is? What? That's a gun. <laughs> so, so anyway, though, no, I wasn't calling to tell you about the jaywalkers or the speeders or the disrespectors. I was calling because it's Halloween coming up, and I heard you talking about that. Uh, the mayor of uh, what, what's it, Chicago? Yeah, Lori. Like, who the fuck does he think she is? Should just be making fun of people like me. Dressing up in a costume, she, she don't have to, I know she looks like a man, but she don't got the fucking gonads to, to do what I do on Halloween time. I've got a big plan for Halloween. I'm going to make sure all these kids are safe, you know? Holy shit, what the fuck are you planning to do? Well, you know, I know that the state's open, and I know that we're not worried about the corona. Uh, you know, the coronavirus anymore, but I'm just gonna kind of do a, a you know, a mop-up operation, and I'm gonna do a screen sweep, and make sure that there's no spreading going on, you know, with the Halloween candy getting passed out. Um, so, what I'm gonna be doing is I'm gonna be going door-to-door -door, uh, with the trick-or-treaters, and every time they get some candy, I'm gonna fucking make them show me their candy so I can bleach it down and wipe it down and then take away any candies that look like they might hurt a kid. And I just make sure that they get the ones that don't, you know, ain't, ain't full of no coronaviruses. It sounds like you're going to infiltrate a group of innocent children and poison their candy and take what you don't poison. Um, I mean, it's a kind of a strong word, poison. I'm just going to bleach it down. I'm going to bleach yeah, down like here. Oh, yeah, come on. Why do you think Donald Trump don't got the, the virus anymore? He knows about the bleach. No, 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 no. So, He's not taking bleach for it. Oh, yeah. You're just spreading lies and propaganda. If you do any more of that, I'm going to take a field trip up your way. You know, I've been doing a lot of justice down here around Miami, but I can do the same thing in Tampa. <laughs> But anyway, I only bleach down like the almond joys and the, you know, the raisinettes and the, um, the, 
fucking circus peanuts. Nobody likes that shit. Oh my god, you're just gonna ruin Halloween for these children. Besides, there's no point to this. The CDC already said that it doesn't spread on surfaces. So this is just a I'm I'm giving them a little extra layer of protection. Um, but if it's a, like a Snickers or a Butterfingers or a Reese's, I love those. I don't need to bleach those down because I'm gonna eat them. And I already had the coronavirus a couple weeks ago. Jesus, how freaking old are you, anyways? I'm 47. Can't you just go buy your own damn candy, man? I don't know what kind of goddamn country you think this is. And you're trying to ruin Halloween, but I ain't going to listen to that shit. I'm so... You're 47 years old. I'm not ruining Halloween. You're an adult. Yeah, I know. And I'm also a motherfucking superhero. So, goddamn it. Happy Halloween! Go fuck yourself! Oh my god. It was, he's just going around threatening people with a gun now. That's his That's his superhero gimmick. Honestly, the running aggressive drivers off the road, <laughs> I've driven down I-95. I can get behind that one, but the rest of the stuff was insane. Disrespectors. Is that, what the fuck is a disrespector? He's gonna run into a lot of them in Miami, <laughs> wherever they are. I have a feeling we're going to be covering a story about him uh, in a week or two. Oh, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, that's, that's more than enough uh, this week. I, hopefully uh, next week for episode 50, we're going to deal with a little bit more sanity. But I have a feeling it's going to be uh, a little bit crazier, if you could believe it. Yeah, I mean, we're getting into that time of year. The full moon is going to be coming out. The goblins and ghouls are coming out of the woodwork. I am not looking forward to the next few weeks, but it will make for some very interesting content, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to let you all go, but thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Uh, you better get down on your knees and pay. A thousand are being born.